Hey guys, it's Bridget. Today on Pinkies Up, I learned if I can tell the difference between this $15 bottle and this $50 bottle of wine. It's important to know if it matters if you spend a little more money or not. And I tasted them all and figured out the answer to that question on this month's episode of Pinkies Up. Welcome to Pinkies Up, a series where we answer questions normal wine drinkers like Bridget have about wine. I'm Nick, and I'm here to answer these questions in a way that makes sense whether you drink your wine with your pinky up or you drink it in a solo cup. Let's see what's going on this month. Okay, hi everybody. Welcome to the very first episode of Pinkies Up. We are so glad you're here. Nick, you don't look silly like I do. This is a brand new thing we are doing. It's part of our Dinner Plus Drink series, but we're going to be releasing this once every month on Wednesdays for you to enjoy. And we're going to answer some questions that regular people ask about wine. So Nick, what are we talking about this week? Well, first of all, I love your fanciness. Oh, yes. Thank you. I love your fanciness. This it's, is normal. You seem like the person that would be all hoity-toity about wine. Yeah. But you're not really. No, I'm just a normal person. Can't you tell? You like red wine a lot. I do. I love it. Um, it's my but favorite. But white wine in the summer, too. Yep. When it's hot out. Rosé. Bubbles, especially. Bubbles, always. I am somebody that really loves wine. We we like to store wine. We like to sell our wine. I'm also our wine buyer at the store. So I get the chance to try a lot of wine, go to wineries, meet winemakers, grape growers, all sorts of things. So. I have a pretty decent knowledge of wine, and I always struggle with I'm kind of a wine geek, and I don't want to make wine scary or unapproachable, and I always try to make sure that when someone comes to me and is looking for a bottle of wine to enjoy with their meal, whether it's they have a budget for $10 or $100, that I give them a answer that's something normal people could do. <laughs> so if you're drinking Pinkies Up or just like a normal person, it doesn't really matter. So one of the questions I get the most from customers is, wow, that bottle of wine's $50. Is it really worth it? I think you have that question sometimes, right? I do. Yeah, because I don't often drink $50 bottles of wine unless, you know, Nick lets me try them. Um, But that's not what we normally buy at home. So I do wonder the difference between if I just buy my, you know, $12 bottle versus 30 or 50 or above. What's the difference? We're going to test it out. We're going to see normal wine drinker, someone that I, I'm not trying to make you sound like an alcoholic, but you do drink a good <laughs> I, amount of wine. I like red wine. <laughs> you like red wine. Um, if you can tell what we have four bottles of wine, mm-hmm. brown bagged, mm-hmm. um, two of them are the same price point, And there's three price points represented here. $15, okay. $30 and $50. Okay. So like a, a very nice special bottle, a kind of like Treat yourself bottle and then just an everyday bottle. Treat yourself. <laughs> Treat yourself. So okay. um, we're going to, we have these in order. I'm going to pour them for you. These are all Cabernet Sauvignons from California. Cabernet Sauvignon being the grape. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a little bit of other grapes blended in, but at least 80% Cabernet on all okay. these. So I'm not trying to, you know, screw you up with that. And for those of you that are new, Cab is my favorite. So this should in theory be easy for me, but don't judge me if it's not. <laughs> so what we're going to do is I'm going to pour you a little bit of each wine. Okay. Um, just write down your notes, say mm-hmm. what you think about each one. And at the end, um, we're going to have you pick which wines you think were 15, which were 30, which were 50. We'll reveal what they are. And I'll kind of share a little bit about why I think maybe you thought they were the price they were and okay. what makes them that price they were so that everybody listening can understand if it's worth it for you mm-hmm. to go and buy a more expensive bottle and to also understand some things that go into wine pricing because, a hundred dollar bottle of wine isn't 
a hundred percent more expensive to make than a $50 bottle of wine, but hmm. there are some things that go into it. So we'll, we'll go into that a little bit too. So, so a little bit are, of geeky, but also <laughs> but, trying to make know, it simple. Normal people here. I'll be giving you the normal people comments. So don't expect anything too crazy from me, but just to clarify four bottles, two of them will be a, like the, there might be two $50 bottles. Or two thirty or two fifteen. You hope it's two fifty. I'm so stressed bottles. out. No, I'm so stressed out. Because we have to do two. Because it'd be too easy if it was, you know, just one of each. Shall I drink with my pinky up? You're drinking out of a teacup. Yes, I'm you guys. drinking out of a hydro flask for wine, which yes. is a great invention. Cheers, it is, Bridget. Uh, pinkies up. Pinkies man. up. Okay, I can't drink with my pinky up all the time. Okay. <clears throat> Sorry, I need to do this again. I was laughing about my pinkies too much. Always judge on the second sip, too. You got to prime the palate a little bit because you're not ready for this. Okay. This one tastes dry on the finish, which is not like, for the record, everybody, it's not normally I wouldn't like sit around discussing with my friends if it tastes dry on the finish. Um, But I have learned more about wine in my time here. Um, And it's honestly, that's the most notable thing to me. It tastes a little fruity and Try at the end. I mean, I get, it's that uh, easy, right? There's like nice green olive stuff on the end, like that kind of tamponade that... Okay. Um, I am taking notes here, guys. Good Cabernet would have. Okay. Um, Don't give anything away here, yeah, Nick. Nice fruit. Dry I finish. <laughs> I definitely agree with you. It's a dry, good dry finish. Mm-hmm. Very long lasting. So when, you know, we're going to talk through this series about like what we can... I just want to know, like, tell me what wine did. This is a great steak wine. I mean, and this is exactly what I was thinking. These are all really very good steak wines. I try to pick things that were kind of in the same mm. style. I didn't want to go, you know, Australian Cabernet is better with barbecue than mm-hmm. California Cabernet oftentimes, but we want to make this simple. Can you figure out the price points? Okay. Not trying to make you look bad. Oh, I need to finish this, huh? Oh, <laughs> I, feel I like should we, have made like we need a dump bucket. We can get a dump bucket. Would you like one? One of those nice solo cups right there. Cause we're all about mixing the class here with the regular people. <laughs> okay. This is what we're going to do. Cause I'm a responsible adult. <laughs> Got to pick up your kids soon. Do I do? All right. I'm going to wear this. Should I wear this for pickup? I think you should. (laughs) Bottle number two. I just wanted an excuse to be able to wear these fun hats for you guys. So that's why Pinky's Up was developed. (laughs) Okay. Thank you. Should I always drink out of my teacup? I think it's a good drinking vessel for wine. We're big on plastic cups. We like plastic cups for wine, Mm. like plastic wine glasses, because you can dishwasher them without feeling bad. They don't break with children around. I am quite picky, actually, about my drinkware. As you can tell, I'm drinking out of a teacup. <laughs> All right. So this is hmm. bottle number two. What do you think of this? I don't... Um, I have a thought on this one already. Okay. I don't... It's not as dry, is what I have to say about this. Um, yeah, it's got it a little bit more kind of like, like red cherry to me. Yeah. It, it, it. I mean, I still taste fruit. Um, it does not feel as like... Here's my classy word for you all girthy <laughs> it doesn't feel as like as bold um as the first one to me not as girthy so not as wide is what you're saying because <laughs> there's length and girth nick went there Ooh, i, I okay i think your comment about sipping it the sec like judging yep. as future sips is changing what i have to say so i i would i think that's an interesting observation mm. um, that's a good way mm-hmm. to think of wine oftentimes is it has a length of you experience it different on the front, middle, yep. and uh, some wines you're going to have more on the front end, some on the back end. So it's always I good don't to know a lot that. about like the taste on the front end, to be honest, and how that goes into the discussion about the bottle of wine. Because you always hear people say like a dry finish or a fruity finish. Well, and a lot of what you taste, you don't really taste, you smell. Because there's 
Mm. Not very many things you can taste, but you smell a lot of things. So a lot of the stuff is in the aroma, and then mm. you associate the aroma with the taste. I will so say, that's kind of what's up front. They have definitely gotten better. Like the first sip of both of them were a little like I like wasn't prepared, right? No, and they're none of none of these two so far are bad wines. These are wines I would drink again. <laughs> Nick, I feel like I'm really nervous about being able to judge these. You're gonna be fine. You're gonna be fine. This okay. is all that blind wine tasting is about. It's deductive reasoning. One yeah. was a little drier. One had a little bit more red fruit. I know, but I think that <laughs> were you just going to pour me? <laughs> pour it in the dump cup. Yes, everybody. We're not. If I'm drinking this, we're in trouble. <laughs> Please set it on my saucer, Nick. Thank you, kind sir. Wine number three. This is a fancy establishment. Okay, wine number three. I'm a note taker, everybody, and I need to do this when I'm trying to figure out uh, what's what here. I I will say maybe this is a future episode, but. The discussion of the swirling and the smelling, I think, is maybe something that's a little that was really um, gross to hear. Sorry. <laughs> I think that's something that's a little intimidating to people who are newer to wine. Like, am I supposed to swirl this? Like, do I have to smell it or what? So do I do? swirling it definitely helps get the aromas into the top of the glass in your nose, and you want to get aromas because, like I said, you can't taste that many things, but you can smell a ton of things. Mm-hmm. So swirling around, and that's why glasses you don't pour to the top, Wisconsin. Um, <laughs> I mean, it depends what Every supper at. club in the world. Please don't <laughs> pour my here. wine glass to the top. <laughs> um, mm. So swirling gets some of that aroma out so you can smell more. This one is so different to me. Like significantly different tasting. Um, but I can't like nail what it is. It's not as fruit forward to me. I get a little bit more fruit throughout. I get more like current. Maybe it's a fruit I'm not familiar with. Yep. Is rather what it is. I, I was... One of these episodes will probably do, can you write the most pretentious tasting notes possible for a wine? And <laughs> winemakers, some winemakers really go over the top with their pretentious tasting notes. I was talking to a guy from Burgundy, France mm. once. His name was uh, Nico. Um, That's a great name. And uh, so Nico and Nick. And Nico and Nick. Excellent English, but very strong French accent and very leans into the French part of himself, which is you know good when you're a foreigner here selling foreign wine. I want to buy French wine from a French guy, so play with the French stuff. And I said, mm-hmm. Nico, I don't I don't understand how you get rose out of this Pinot Noir. I said, Nick, you know what a rose smells like? You know it smells like this? Close your eyes. Dissociate yourself from your vision and you know it smells like a rose. <laughs> well, <It's> great advice. <laughs> Just dissociate yourself hmm. from what you're seeing. You know, it doesn't look like currants, but you know what currants smell like. I, I've never had a current. Is that weird? You live in Wisconsin. There's currants on the side of every road. Pull over and eat some. I mean, I literally don't think I could pick out what a current is. It's a really juicy, but also bitter red fruit. I mean, like it just looks like a berry. So think so about like a, a gusher, like yeah. a cherry gusher. <laughs> Perfect. Like the sour cherry gusher, oh, you know, where you bite yeah. into it and you get like that. I've never eaten a current. Sh- like cherry, sugary cherry. Oozing and then cherry. like, oh, this is better. That's a current. Sounds delicious. <laughs> All right. Wine number four. I'm nervous about this, you guys. I'm second guessing my decisions. I feel like I needed to like maybe have a saltine in between each of these. <laughs> What's the appropriate palate cleanser if you want to do an at-home wine tasting? I mean, water. Ser- seriously? Yeah, water. I mean, that was not that was meant to be a serious water. question. A little, a little cracker if you want, but water. Guess I should have had my water. <laughs> Sorry. Also, more wine is obviously going to help you because it keeps. Um, mm. What you talked about with the second sip, 
you're getting shocked by alcohol and tannin on your tongue every time. Mm-hmm. So water takes all that off. So you're going to experience shock every time you wash it. Whereas mm. if you always have, okay, it's kind of like uh, painting, you know, if you always have, <laughs> if you sand it down, you have to prime it again. But if you paint on top of paint, the paint adheres still. So this is bottle number four. I'm, I, I'm so nervous to guess these things. <laughs> I have to tell it's you It's okay that. if you don't know, because if they don't taste that different, then you know one thing. But if they, they taste super different, you know another thing. They taste different to me. Like this one tastes significantly different, but I can't like, obviously if I've never eaten a currant, I can tell you one, you know, was more fruity on the front, a little drier on the finish, but I can't like nail what would make it more expensive. We'll get into that. Okay. I'm waiting and waiting. Hmm. Hmm. All right. So I'm going to, okay. I'm going to ask you, did you have a favorite? Um, the first one, the first one was your favorite. Yep. Okay. And why was that? It was bolder. It felt bolder to me. I don't know if it actually was, but I could like, I knew when I drank it that it would taste good with steak. Wonderful. So how much do you think that one was? Your choices are $15, $30, or $50? I think it was the $50 one. Okay, so wine number one was the $50 one. Or it could have been two $50 ones. I could have, yeah. Or it could have been no $50 ones. Did I actually do that to you? No. All right. Wine don't, number two. How much did you think wine number two was? Wine number two was 15 All right. Why did you think that one was $15? Because it felt not as girthy to me. And I... For whatever reason in my head, that to me feels like it's watered down, which like I believe that's not true. But in my head, that's where I would go is like if don't give me a cab that tastes like water. And it didn't. It didn't taste like water, but it just was as compared to number one. Excellent. More watery. Wine number three. Fifteen. Fifteen. All right. <laughs> How much? Uh, Why do you think that one was fifteen? Um, I don't have. Uh, it just wasn't my favorite one. OK. Yeah. Wasn't I don't have a great reason. OK. Um, But. But I thought the last one was 30. So last one in my was head, I mean, honestly, really, these two are probably both 30, but this is what I wrote down initially. And how I'm would I, to go with how my would gut. I trick you? I know now you got to outthink yourself. I know this is the problem. So I'm just went with my gut that was like written down. Otherwise I will play this game all day. All right. So as a reveal, should we go like one, two, three, four, or should we go which you thought was 15? Was it 15? What you thought was yeah. 50? Was it 50? Let's go that way. All right. So we'll start with. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wine number two, which you thought wasn't very girthy. Not very girthy. I wrote down not as girthy, not as dry. But this is my problem as I just compared it to number one. So this is Matthew Fritz, mm-hmm. North Coast Cabernet Sauvignon, and it's $15. Oh, yay. Okay, the other thing is, guys, we should say why we put brown bags on. is like you can tell by label, sometimes, not always, but like you can tell by labels, bottle quality, things like that. Sometimes um, it Regular people like me can tell sometimes. And packaging is a big expense. Like, yeah. it definitely adds to what the bottle costs. So Matthew Fritz is a great producer. Mm-hmm. Um, this one is, I think it's really over-delivers for $15. All of these I would drink again. Let me be clear. <laughs> this one, it's it's $15 because if you see, it says North Coast on it. Mm-hmm. So that means it gets fruit from a lot of different counties okay. in Northern California, Napa, Sonoma, Lake Mendocino. Okay. Uh, land's not very expensive in Mendocino compared to Napa. So they save a lot of money on the grapes. Um, and so then when you get grapes from multiple places, is that generally less um, desirable than one yep, single? Generally opinion? less desirable. Okay. Great. And what you tasted with the less girthy, mm-hmm. less oak in it, less oak aging. So oak oh. barrels are very expensive. If you're mm-hmm. buying a new French oak barrel, that'll cost you $700 to $1,000. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so it's very expensive. This doesn't have a lot of that. It gives it a little less weight to it and makes it, you know, a little less expensive. So if you like that less heavy style of wine, mm-hmm. um, usually buying a more expensive Cabernet, you're going to get more oak. And that means you're not going to like it. So Marker. save the oh, money. That's a great, I never realized that's what made it like yep. old. And hmm. okay, great tip, Nick. All right. So next we have wine number three that you also thought was $15. Which I don't, I'm not settled on this and you one. And you didn't necessarily like this one. It this wasn't, one is. Oh my God. <laughs> Duckhorn, which is actually our fifty dollar bottle. bottle. Wow, and that wasn't my favorite. So you, that was Funny. your least favorite, and you thought it was fifteen. <laughs> Look at me, but guys. it was fifty. And why did you think it was fifteen? You said you just didn't like it. I just didn't love it. I, I honestly would have to. Okay, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna try it again. Taste again. Now yep. that you know it's fifty dollars. Yeah, and I don't. Honestly, I don't. I didn't write down much with this besides that it wasn't as fruit forward. Um, but is, is it like, okay to say that I like a little more fruit forward, but also bold? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things that comes out of doing this is this wine mm-hmm. isn't going to be as fruit forward. It's yeah. got more secondary and tertiary characteristics. Yep. So yeah, now like it's still um, bold enough for me, right? Like it's still got that girth, if you will, which is something I really like. Um, this has got more of that like green olive tapenade. It's got more um, kind of mm. cedar. So this has got a lot more. So this is $50 because this is Napa Valley fruit yeah. and Napa Valley fruits expensive. It's a brand name. Duckhorn's a brand name. Yeah. So they can charge a premium right. for that. Um, I knew as this, soon as you took it out of the bag that this was the $50. I you know bring this brand. to a party yep. and people are going to know you brought a nice bottle of wine and you're going to pay a little premium right. for that. You know, but that's it's, important to some people. That's kind of how it goes. The bottle, um, heavy glass, mm-hmm. big punt on the bottom here, the little <laughs> hole here. It's called a punt. Um, people think a big punt means it's very expensive. Yeah. So, you know, but so, that's expensive because think about how to make a glass bottle that has a huge hole in the bottom, <laughs> more or less. Can I tell you now that I'm drinking it, this is hard to explain, but on the end, it kind of goes like, like almost like a little, yeah, a little it's zing. a lot of tannin, so, a lot of tannin and it gets that from the oak, which so is that's expensive. That's what I don't love, which is interesting. I so, like the bold, but I don't love the tannin on the end. Yeah. So a lot of more expensive wines are going to have that. This is okay. also made to be able to age for a while. Mm. So there's some more acidity left in it. Um, with the thought of if somebody wants to hold on to this for four or five years, it'll mellow out a little bit. I think that is a piece of this that like, definitely I don't um, collect wine in this way. You know, I just don't, uh, it's something maybe if I was more educated about, a few years back, I would have started. So, so generally more expensive bottles, better for aging. Yep. Definitely. Okay. So honestly, that's probably why I haven't ventured into that very much because it's not, I don't, I don't save bottles of wine. You know, I drink them usually that week. (laughs) You and 99.5% of people. Oh man. All right. So wine number four, you thought this one was $30. Yes. And this one, I can get it open. This one is oh, Postmark, fifteen. also by the Duckhorn Wine Company. And this oh, is $30. It is. Oh, yeah. So good job. You got wow. Right. So this is hilarious. <laughs> okay. Interesting. So what I think is very interesting and why I wanted to taste this one after Duckhorn um, and try it again, you can actually. Yeah. So wait, this was number three? Yep. Okay. So, no, this was the last one. Oh, this was the last one. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. So you can actually taste a lot of similar qualities, I think, between the fruit and kind of like the olive notes and some of the cedar notes on the end. Okay. Um, because this is same winemaking company, same winemaking group. Mm. I like this one. Um, 
So wait, explain. This is a duckhorn wine. So this is a great way. This is I want to do this because I want to give a tip of look for second labels of wine. Yeah. So this is all of the expertise of the duckhorn wine group, but it's their B plus fruit. Oh. Um, It's not their A fruit. Still pretty good. And it's their (laughs) B plus wine cooperage program. So um, not as much new oak. Meant to be drank earlier, mm. and it's $20 less money. Okay, but that's a great... So this is a Bridget wine, right? Yep. Like, I can drink this for my dinner party in a week. It's meant to be a very nice bottle. I, I love this wine. Yeah. I think for $30, it's a it's a heck of a deal. I know. I should have maybe swapped it. So still it, but... Napa Valley fruit. Mm-hmm. Um, still great quality. This is 2018 vintage year instead of 2016. Um, so you're going to get more of that big, bold fruit that you like. Sure. And it's just a really nice value. So that's another love tip this. I'd say... If you're looking for something that is a really great wine, um, ask at your wine store, ask um, at, at, at your restaurant, whatever. Um, if you like Duckhorn, if you like, uh, you know, Inglenook, if you like some of these bigger wineries, say, hey, <laughs> is there anything else that winery makes that's maybe a little less money or does their winemaker have a side project? Because you'll get kind of the same style, but a lot does less it, money. Does it say on the front? Yep. Okay. Oh, Duckhorn Wine Company. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So they awesome. have decoy. They have Pinot Noir programs. Yep. So a uh, great way to save some money. That's a great tip. This one's great. I mean, I'm re-drinking it again. Um, to me, worth the $15 difference between the Matthew Fritz here and the Postmark. And then the last one that you thought was $50. <laughs> was $15. <laughs> oh, rookie. This is Bueller Vineyards and their Napa Valley. And this one's uh, $30. Oh, so I've had this one, I think, a while back. Yep. We um, had their white Zinfandel, which is wait, I'm lovely. Sorry. This one's 30. Yep. Oh, so we had 230. Oh, yep, okay. We had 230. I wasn't terribly off. No, you were not at all. Okay, great. So it makes me feel better. <laughs> this is um, definitely the driest of the bunch. Okay, yep. John Bueller makes this. Um, it's a still very old school, traditional Napa winery. Mm-hmm. Um, very sustainable. Uh, this one's lower alcohol than the others. Oh, wow. This one's more acidity. The way he harvests the grapes, okay. um, it's more, he's going for more acidity and more kind of traditional fruit freshness okay. as opposed to big, bold, jammy fruit. Mm-hmm. So you're going to get more of that kind of green olive and stuff like that on the end um, than you would get from something that has, this is 14.1%, the other at least 145 I'm sure. So that was the first one I tried. Yep. Yep. Fruity and dry on the end and smooth. And Bueller does some single val- uh, single vineyard stuff, estate stuff that's mm-hmm. more expensive. But this is just their Napa Valley that they buy some of the fruit from other growers. Okay. So again, um, if you like Bueller, John is one of the very respected OGs of Napa. Um, <laughs> a good guy to buy wine from. <laughs> yeah. Good guy. It's a family winery. Yep. Can, very committed to sustainability, which yep. I love. Um Look for his Napa Valley instead of his estate. Oh, and, and that you can helps. save some money. Yeah. Yep. So these, I mean, the $30, here's what I've learned. The $30 bottles were my favorite. Um, I would drink any of these again, but honestly, I think the $50 one I chose is my, or I chose this as my least favorite, but you can spend $30, I think be still impressive at a dinner party, um, you know, that you yeah. have spent more than $12 on your bottle of wine or $15. And I'll tell and you right now, as someone that buys a lot of wine, drinks a lot of wine, tries a lot of wine. The best things are really happening at the $30 price point in terms of price to value. Yeah. Um, the $10 price point is getting kind of yeah. low quality. Um, you, you can, can really Especially tell that from California. The $15 price point, you'll get a good wine, but you used to be able to buy that for $10. Yep. Um, $30 used to be a price point where people didn't really make great wine. Mm-hmm. Um, but now there's some really great bottles at that price point that 
I would say spend that instead of 40 or $50 in all honesty yeah. in most cases. And you guys should know, I knew nothing about this. So we are friends. We work together. We, we did not discuss any of this and I'm genuinely have learned a couple things even about my own wine taste by just sitting here having a normal conversation about it. Nick will get lost in telling me about vineyards and things that like are great, but not necessarily helpful to me, really honestly. Matter. Yeah. So this they to do me, <laughs> they do matter, but this to me is so helpful to know I can bring a bottle of $30 wine over to my friends. We can have it with a really great steak. To your in-laws. They'll love it. To my in-laws and I can have it and enjoy it with a really great steak. And I know now what I don't love a lot of tannins on the back end of my wine. <laughs> so can you tell the difference between a $15 and a $50 bottle of wine? Um, 15 and 50. No, not, but. not. In retrospect, sure. You can tell a difference between 30 and 15 more than I could 50 and 15. And the $50 bottle will start showing more as it ages and more as you have it open. Like if we taste right. this again in an hour, it's going to be a different experience. Yeah. But it's a wine made for a different occasion. It is. And I think that's the thing to know right now is you don't have to buy the most expensive bottle to be the most impressive. All right. So that's what we have for you today. We hope you enjoyed watching. We hope you learned something. We have all these wines for sale at Lake Geneva Country Meats if you're interested in trying them for yourself. They're also available online from the producers and at a lot of different stores. Um, so I highly recommend this as a fun activity with your friends. If yeah. you're doing a socially distant thing, brown bag some stuff and say, um, hey, can you tell us this one $10 or $20? Whatever price points you want to do. Um, I wouldn't do $5 wines. Probably not necessary. Not necessary. Not if you are an adult. <laughs> but thank you for watching. This is something we're going to do every month as part of our Dinner Plus Drinks podcast. We have this on YouTube and on our podcast feed. And you can drink with your pinkies up or not and have fun while you're doing it. Have a little conversation and enjoy a great glass of wine. Thanks for watching, guys. We'll see you soon. Thanks. Thanks.